What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the 10 After 7 podcast with your host, Michael Cody Stevenson. It's Friday, August 24, 2018. I know it's been a while, but I got to lay it all out there for you. It's August. A lot's going on in the sports world. You got the NFL preseason week three. That's when the starters start to play. Fantasy draft should be happening right now. This past weekend, I was in Parker, Arizona for my big fantasy football draft. 110 degrees, no AC in the house. I could do it for one night. Got woke up, woken up by the sun, blazing in my face, 95 degrees, 8 in the morning. Next night, couldn't do it. Best Western, me and three other bros. Shout out to Kyle Slowey, Brian Dempsey, Patrick Hollerup. You could call us soft all you want. We're actually smart. Went right into the hotel room, put the AC to 65, still 98 degrees outside at 10 p.m. Not having it. But fantasy football, that's where our mind should be in August. So who should I draft at running back, quarterback? But there's something in the back of my head during this draft that's going on. And that's the Los Angeles Dodgers. Last year in August, Dodgers were up what? Double-digit figures over the Diamondbacks. Everyone's chasing them. They went on to win 104 games. A Los Angeles Dodgers franchise record. Came up one win short of a World Series. That was August. I could put all my focus on fantasy football. Get my parlays in for college football. Watch all the Hard Knocks episodes I could. This year's different. On this date, the Dodgers sit four and a half games out of first place in the NL West. Behind the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. They're coming off a three-game sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals who came to Dodger Stadium and beat the living hell out of them. They got swept by the Cardinals at Dodger Stadium for the first time in 12 years. Kenley Jansen, two weeks ago, in Colorado has to come out and fly to Los Angeles to see a doctor. He has an irregular heartbeat. It's happened before. Initial reports four to six weeks, Jansen's out. All Dodger fans are sitting there thinking, holy hell. Our bullpen's been a wreck all year. Outside of Jansen, no one has been consistent. No one that we're confident can get those last three outs. So first couple days, it's bad. I think four straight games, the Dodger bullpen gave up a lead or a tie. Dave Roberts said here, Scott Alexander, you take the ball, get the last three outs. Next, Caleb Ferguson, you try it. Next, Chargual, try it. Next, Kenta Maeda, Ross Stripling, go to the pen. I say it again, initial reports, Jansen out four to six weeks. At that point, Dodgers and Diamondbacks were trading off spots for first place every other night. Jansen's back. He was out for 13 days. Pretty serious injury. Has to get surgery in the offseason. Still on medication. And he has to get rushed back. Thrown into the fire against the St. Louis Cardinals. Who are probably the hottest team in the National League. Comes in on Monday. Tie game. Gives up two homers. Comes in Wednesday. Tie game. Gives up a homer that his fault? 
Everyone's pointing their fingers to the bullpen. But these guys haven't been trustworthy all year. Point your fingers at that offense. That same offense that added Manny Machado and Brian Dozier at the trade deadline. This lineup top to bottom, they could win games by themselves. But with two outs and runners in scoring position, these guys have been tightening up. Last season, two outs, runners in scoring position. The Dodgers were the fourth best team. 238 average, 787 OPS. Today, this team, 26th in all baseball. 201 average, 647 OPS. Huge difference. We know there's a difference from 2017 to 2018. We may never see a team ever go on a run like the 2017 Dodgers did. But you can make the argument this offense is better. But no one has stepped up. You could put the blame on Manny Machado. It's not all him. The expectations are sky high because of his name. If the guy wasn't named Manny, the expectations wouldn't be as high as they are. You're out of your mind if you actually thought Manny Machado was going to come over here. Yes, one of the best young players in baseball. But what Manny Ramirez did, if you were thinking Manny would 2.0, get out of here. Manny Ramirez hit over 400, had 21 home runs, and 63 RBIs, and I think 54 games. That's unheard of. No one was going to do that. And Manny Machado, who's been in the American League his entire career, comes over. It's going to take some time to adjust to NL pitching. Someone else has to pick up the slack. And the Dodgers... They're boomer bust. They've been that way the entire year. It's either home run or out. And there's a reason why this is the number one team with no runners on base. It's the approach these guys are taking. No one on base. They're the best team in baseball, batting average home runs. But when runners are on, they can't get the ball in play. Why is that? These guys should be winning games by themselves. Forget the bullpen. Forget the bullpen. In Seattle, they won two out of three. Scored 11 in the first. And then in the third game, won 12 to one. They could have done that. They could have done that while Kenley Jansen was out for those 13 days. But when the games are close, when runners are on, when they need that big hit, it hasn't come this year. And you can throw away the numbers. If you're a Dodger fan watching these games, you'd never know. You don't have the confidence of anyone coming up to the plate that's going to get that big hit. For instance, Wednesday's game against the St. Louis Cardinals. After Scott Alexander gave up the home run to tie the game 1-1. Bottom eight. Dodgers load the bases. Two outs. Manny Machado comes to the plate. Collectively, Dodger fans should have been more confident than ever that they were going to win that game. And Manny Machado gets ahead of the count 2-0, fouls off a fastball, fouls off another one, 
and grounds out to end the inning. Then we know what happens next. Jansen gives up the home run. Dodgers lose to get swept out of their stadium, their own stadium. The offense is to blame. We knew about the bullpen. And Kenley Jansen got rushed back, which is a huge disservice to him. It's actually pretty screwed up. That serious of an injury has to come back because no one can step into his role at that time and get the job done. And I think the offense, which is the Dodgers, should be the Dodgers' true strength, top to bottom, best in the National League, talent-wise. They should be giving their bullpen leads on most nights. And I'm not talking one-run leads. I'm talking two, three runs. Give these guys a little room to breathe. It's tough to get the last three outs. They say it all the time. The three hardest outs to get are the last three outs of a game. And these guys getting thrown into the role to try to take over for Kenley Jansen. No one can beat Kenley Jansen. But for God's sakes, give him a couple of runs to work with. I'm pointing the finger at the offense. And, you know, you have these fans on Twitter calling into Dodger talk. The easy way to do is point to the front office. That's the easiest thing to do. You know what? The last three years, they've gotten the best player on the market. I'm sorry. We've know, we know what they've done with the bullpen. You weren't arguing about it last year when they did the same thing, trying to find a diamond in the rough in Brandon Morrow. They tried to do the same thing this year. Hasn't worked out. Maybe it will. There's still time to make a move. August 31st, non-waiver trade deadline or waiver trade deadline, whatever it's called. They still have a little bit of time to make a move. There's still time for someone to step into that role. Julio Arias is coming back. Can't expect much from him coming off of surgery, but maybe he throws his hangers on there and says, you know what, give me the ball. I'll be the bridge to Jansen. Dennis Santana working his way back, another young guy. We saw him earlier in the season. Maybe he steps up. Front office is not the not the people to point, point your finger to. Manny Machado, Hugh Darvish, Rich Hill. Those three guys were the top names on the market each year. And this front office went out and got them. And they've had the same philosophy year in and year out with the bullpen. But you know what? Keep your heads up. Because the run-on joke is there's not a bad time to play the San Diego Padres. And that's who's coming into Chavez Ravine this weekend. The San Diego Padres. There's nothing like beating up on the pods. Went to opening day at Petco a couple years ago. Dodgers win 15-0. Went to opening day two years ago at Dodger Stadium. Dodgers win 12-3. Tune-up game. This is where it starts. Friday, August 24th, 2018. You're playing the Padres. Then you go to Texas for two against the Rangers. Another bad baseball team in the AL West. And then four games with the Diamondbacks. Seven games overall left with the D-backs. You got six with the Rockies. It starts with the Padres tonight at Dodger Stadium. This offense needs to find a way. They got to ground grind out runs. 
grind them out, steal bases. Dodgers have led the league in stolen bases in the month of August. Keep doing it. Move runners over. The talent is there. The Dodgers just have to put it all together. And this offense is going to have to do it. That's the strength of this team. That's why they got Manny Machado. That's why they got Brian Dozier. To put a lineup together that can compete right now in the National League. And when you get to the World Series, when you look at teams like the Boston Red Sox, Houston Astros, New York Yankees, this is what the offense is going to have to compare themselves to. And it starts against the San Diego Padres tonight. That's my quick podcast. I got to get back to work. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be back talking Dodger baseball after this weekend series. You got to hope for a sweep. You got to win two at least. Let's do this. Woo! I'm out. Thank you.